Hi, I'm Nancy Fredericks. Did you by any chance detect something different when you downloaded this podcast? (laughs) You got it in one. Yes. A new name for my podcast series. Drum roll, please. It's Thrive with Nancy. It's so much more in keeping with my passion about impacting executive women, you, to thrive in your career while magnifying your professional results. So welcome to Thrive with Nancy. I'm excited for those of you who are back and a big hello to those of you who have just discovered the podcast. So welcome, welcome, welcome. What we're discussing today is leader versus manager, because I hear way too many of my clients moaning, all I've accomplished today is talk to people. I haven't done a thing. If you hear yourself saying something along those lines, it is a sure sign you are gauging your achievements from a manager's perspective and mindset. Production to a manager is the evidence of your work rather than the leader who is focused on producing through influencing others. Do you hear the difference? You do it all or you touch and manage the people that do it all or you're influencing others to do it. No matter the position you hold today, whether manager or leader or someone dream of of filling either of those roles one day, this conversation will bring clarity to what's next in your personal professional development. To thrive and prosper in the coming years, honing your already finely tuned management skills and your emerging leadership responsibilities are essential. The correct tension between the two will vary from person to person, executive to executive, based on your positional aspirations, the company's culture, and the needs in the current marketplace. They're always moving targets. So you have to be flexible and fluid within your definition. A one and done assignment will never lead to a fulsome career. Regrettably for many in business, the distinction between leader and manager is a blurred line, seemingly interchangeable. However, the weight and authority and influence behind the words, behind that definition, patently manifest very different outcomes in your organization. Don't fuse the two together in your mind. You'll do harm to your career if you do. The reality is the sooner you shift your development focus toward leading, the better your future will look for you. With Gallup research consistently finding that leaders play the most significant role in driving employee engagement. To be promoted from a manager role to one that is leader is a huge leap, even though on the org chart, it appears to be only one rung often. So let's look at the distinction between leader and manager. Right off the bat, as Peter Drucker leading edge business guru, said leaders have people who follow them, whereas managers have people who report to them. Managers employ control through formal power, while leaders use vision and motivation. Listen closely. You can catch it in the two Webster definitions. 
To manage means to bring about, to control, to plan, to direct, to accomplish, to have charge of, responsibility for, to conduct. While leading is influencing, empowering, guiding in direction, course, action, and opinion. Pretty eye-opening, isn't it? Time to take an imaginary trip up the corporate ladder. Pretend you've been promoted at a pure manager role. Now, for the first time, instead of managing people who are doing tasks that you are the expert at, that you are the fastest at, that you're a producing genius at, you'll additionally be managing employees who are performing a variety of different functions that you're unfamiliar with, that you're not the expert at, and perhaps you're even, uh, dare I say, a neophyte? Horrors! You can no longer rely on your technical expertise as your primary asset. Your success will be dependent on a broader array of strengths, communication, delegation, strategic planning, team building, and leadership. You're still responsible for the end product, However, you're no longer doing the detail. It is your job to know what essentials need to be tracked to verify on-time, on-budget completion. Recently, I began coaching a brand new senior manager moving into leadership role for the very first time. One of the functions that fell under her was a complicated process, very unfamiliar something she'd never done before. She was burying herself in learning the system inside and out. Her previous measure of success was knowing everything. And that was all at the cost of assuming her high-level obligations. So she was managing and learning stuff that she was comfortable with, but not even touching the higher-level responsibilities. My client was working really hard on this project. She ran ragged, attempting to acquire competency, and the competency she was trying to acquire was well below her position. I challenged her. Was she too focused on getting the detail right? Not a leverage and a high leverage use of her time? She fought me tooth and nail because my coaching didn't align with her thoughts of what she should be doing and her comfort zone. Then I suggested she talk to her boss about her boss's priorities for her. She came back with a big aha. Her boss didn't expect her to become familiar with the minute-by-minute aspects of the process. Certainly not right now, if ever. What the boss desired was her senior manager overseeing key process points to confirm the staff was on track. It's hard for many to understand when once your career rested on being recognized as the most knowledgeable to suddenly no longer be the go-to person. However, that's what's necessary. That is, if you want to be promoted to the next level rather than being stuck in the minutiae and a management position forever. It's at this level the roles change rather dramatically So pay attention. The more senior your rank, the more you're moving from being task-driven to being answerable for bigger decision-making issues. 
That's not to say your expertise is unimportant. It is to say it was your entrance fee, and then there's so much more you must demonstrate in order to be seen as a leader who is listened to, who is a decision maker, and who is an influencer in your organization. Your success can't be and is no longer based on knowledge and proficiency and detail alone. Now it's about empowerment. You can't direct leaders the way you did manager. And now you're in charge of people who are leading and aren't simply doing managers. These executives have passed the gauntlet of management into pure field of leadership. Step back for a moment, really step back for a moment and think. Close your eyes. Envision your CEO and your senior leadership team. Ask yourself this critical question. Do they know all the detail to do my job? The answer is always no. Hear your ability to communicate strategies, concepts, and principles rather than simple priorities, projects, and tasks is central to your success and your companies. You must understand what is happening when you move away from pure management and moving closer and closer to leadership. The truth is, you move further and further and further away from your proficiencies. All the goodies your reputation rested upon, now you move closer and closer and closer to building a foundation on something entirely new. It's about inspiring people to action, to see the big picture, to provide the appropriate structure for people to do the work. Your success will be determined by your ability to judge talent and to motivate and guide that talent as part of a far-reaching succession plan. Your job is to provide the long-term vision that will both inspire and give the division or company's clear results for everyone in the company to pursue. Then you must trust in these people, this workforce of yours, to produce the results. What your people need from you is the budget to produce profitability. What they need from you is the capital equipment and the people assets to get the job done. They don't need you managing them and their daily activities. It necessitates a bigger you Now it's about your soft skills and the development of those soft skills, not your hard skills. Empowerment and envision and support innovative ideas and then spread those concepts across the company. It's really what your job is now all about. It's a bigger picture where the success of the division or your company is your performance evaluation. Are you ready for five transition preparation steps? Now that you got the big picture, let's move down to these transition preparation steps that have you speaking, thinking, and acting more like a high-level leader way before you need to be that leader. So you're developing the muscle now so that you step effortlessly into leadership purity tomorrow. Number one transition prep step 
Leaders are externally focused, not merely internally. They understand that in these rapidly changing times and heightened global competition, it's imperative to monitor the external environment for change. You know, you can't retain a strong, growing organization through the, through the years to come if you are not also with an eye externally, developing skill sets and competitive edge externally based upon your competition and what you see in the marketplace. Leaders don't get bogged down with the details of the internal process. Managers are doing that for them. Rather, they're collecting innovative ways of doing business and trends that create breakthroughs for their organization. They generate the future through their ideas and through others. Challenge yourself. Where are you focusing your attention? Is it aiding your future or harming it? Number two, transition prep step. Leaders provide the vision. When describing strong leadership, the outstanding quality and the one you consistently hear from everyone and is noted is the purpose or vision leaders bring to the organization. One of their primary roles is to set a clear, vital sense of direction so that their people can concentrate on how to get there. Vision aligns people with a higher purpose. Outstanding leaders create forward velocity. Challenge yourself. How is your vision designing muscle evolving? Are you on track or are you falling behind? Number three, prep step. Leaders value the potential of people. They realize it is only through encouraging the empowerment of all employees that organizations grow. There is little question that leaders who connect with people's strengths get at least two times more from their employees. You know, this is according to the Gallup research, and they say people who use their strengths every day are six times more likely to be engaged in their job. It's verified that when employees identify and use their strengths, they're more engaged, have higher performance, and are less likely to leave the company. Challenge yourself. Do you know your strengths and those around you? This kind of leadership philosophy makes innovation possible in the organization. Number four, transition prep step. Leaders ride the wave of chaos. They thrive on challenging the status quo, on keeping the pot stirred. Leaders have learned that by tightly maintaining balance and resisting chaos in their organization, they have, in fact, brought about entropy. You know, that's the decline and degradation, the very outcome they are defending against. Change offers magnificent opportunities that ultimately lead to growth and evolution, exactly what leaders are looking for. As Margaret J. Wheatley says in Leadership and the New Science, if organizations are machines, control makes sense. If organizations are process structures, then seeking to impose control through permanent structure is suicide. Organizations can only exist when they maintain a culture unafraid of fluidity and self-renewal.
And that takes leadership throughout the organization. Challenge yourself. How am I adapting to bring new life to a situation? Number three, transition prep step. Leaders are committed to learning. An organization that is not dedicated to the continual improvement of individual effort will not have the workforce to compete in the coming years. Our global corporate competitors are building their future economies by establishing development infrastructure while at the same time providing their workforce with the most advanced tools. Empowerment through educating our employees and leaders is the single most important opportunity a leader can offer to open minds to a world of possibility. Challenge yourself. How committed are you to your own development? What actions are you taking besides this podcast? What opportunities do you offer others in your organization? Finding the right tension between being a leader and a manager is certainly a challenge, and it's facing anyone interested in assuming the reins of influencer because everyone contributes. No matter whether they're a manager or the leader, both roles are critical to success. Some employees naturally lean towards managing control, process, management, while others are more comfortable with leading, vision, empowerment, flexibility. As I said before, both are essential to the future of your company. Appreciate the time has come to stretch your view and both embrace your management and your leadership muscle for the future. Thanks for listening with an open mind today for yourself and your career and those around you. I'd love to hear from you about what worked for you from the Thrive with Nancy podcast. Much success always. I'm thrilled you've listened to the Thrive with Nancy podcast. My intention is to offer quick tips designed for you to apply right away, ones that will boost your career immediately. I bet you're already considering ways to implement these new ideas. Perfect. Now, if you do me a favor, pass the podcast link on to those who will benefit, your friends and co-workers. Thanks so much.